Okay, today's episode is for someone with anterior knee pain, so pain that keeps them from squatting, lunging, running, or doing any loaded knee flexion. And this is a really frustrating place to be. I've been there quite a bit myself, and so this is born out of my experience and things that I have learned from various sources, coaches around the internet. So there are basically two factors, and my, my goal today is to make this as simple and as executable as possible for you if you're experiencing knee pain. So there are two factors that we want to consider with exercise selection, range of motion and tension. Range of motion is just how much knee flexion is there. Tension is how much tension you are putting through the quad and the connective tissues in the front of the knee. So if you have absolutely no range of motion and you can't tolerate any amount of tension, then we're gonna start with zone two biking. This is gonna be on a bike erg or any kind of stationary bike and you're gonna do that daily. Once you can tolerate some range of motion and a micro amount of tension, then you're gonna do some backwards walking and eventually progress that to a reverse sled drag. And you're gonna do that daily. Once you can tolerate that really well, then you're gonna to go to full range of motion with mini tension. So mini is a little bit more than micro tension. And you're gonna do that with a heel sit. And this is where you sit back onto your heels with your laces on the ground and then use flex the quad to extend the knee and sit up. And you're gonna do those daily. Now, by the time you can tolerate full ROM with mini tension, then you're gonna to go to full ROM and low tension. So this is typically where most people start or most people regress to. And this is things like a front foot elevated knees over toes split squat, a banded cyclist squat or a banded sissy squat. So you're using the band to take some load off lower than your body weight and you're using that to assist you. And you might do those two to three times a week. So you're starting to lower the frequency a little bit as the tension increases. Next, you're gonna to go to full range of motion and moderate tension. This is where a lot of people end up. And this is body weight to eventually loaded knees over toes split squat, and then body weight to loaded cyclist squats. And you're gonna do that two times per week. So now we're at a level of tension where we're actually achieving some muscle damage. And that's why the frequency is lower. Okay, and then from there, you're at full range of motion and you progress all the way to high tension. And this basically is doing the exercises that everyone is familiar with, but you start with 20 reps and you work your way down from 20, 15, 10, five, and then finally one rep. And now you're training legs at a frequency that is probably one to two times per week because the fatigue is higher and there's more muscle damage or more central nervous system fatigue, more axial fatigue, depending on what kind of variation you're doing. So that is it, guys. That's how you go from... I can't tolerate any range of motion or hardly any tension and you're just sitting and biking to PRing your squat in a one rep max. And uh, that is the whole progression. And I'm gonna go over some common mistakes that people make when they try to do this. So the first one is avoidance. And avoidance means you're just not using the knee altogether. So this is the common objection that knees over toes is dangerous or it's very similar to the spinal flexion argument. Spinal flexion is dangerous. And you basically have two options here. You can blame the position that you're putting your body in or blame the movement, or you can blame preparedness. 
And for those who really want to be proactive and see what they can do and believe that they can get themselves out of pain, which turns out is very within your abilities, then you are going to look at that preparedness and say, what can I do about this? How do I increase my preparedness so that knees over toes squatting is not dangerous for me because I've been through it. I've prepared my body to do it. Okay, second common mistake is assuming it will heal completely with rest. So this is, it starts to hurt and you just go, I just need to rest it and I'm just gonna do nothing for two weeks. And then when you come back and you know maybe you injured it doing a one rep max just for the sake of argument and you say, I just need to rest it and you take two weeks off and then you come back and you're like, oh, let me, let me try my one rep max out again. So you're going from zero to 60 going from complete rest to full ROM and maximum tension and not doing any of the steps in the progression to increase your preparedness for that, that is a recipe for staying in pain. Third mistake is not enough frequency. So <laughs> micro and mini tension exercises, so the first couple that I meant reverse sled drag, heel sets, because the tension is so low, there's not very much fatigue that happens. There's not very much muscle damage that happens. So you can do them with a really high frequency. And one of the common mistakes that I see is individuals doing those things, but not doing them enough. And little side note, the Chinese weightlifting team uses a lot of accessory work and they also use micro and mini tension to keep their athletes healthy. Interesting little factoid. Okay. Number four is stopping movement prep or accessories altogether once the knee feels good. So this is, hey, you know, maybe I started in step two or three, did some knees over toes split squats, and hey, now it feels great. Let me go back to five, three, one. And it's like, okay, that's fine as long as you keep one step below where you're at in your program. So an example of this is say you're at you know, I'm at loaded knees over toes split squats and those feel great. And you want to progress to doing a proper, you know, absolute strength progression. You have a powerlifting meet and you want to do a, a strength progression. It's like, okay, keep loaded knees over toes split squats in your program at least once a week. And if you do that, then you're going to be maintaining the preparedness that you built by doing the whole progression leading up to that. So, Another example would be, okay, I'm at, you know, banded sissy squats and I stopped doing my daily heel sits. It's like, no, keep doing your daily heel sits because that's one step below where you are in the progression. And that is going to continue to maintain that foundation of preparedness that you have for the higher order things. So you always want to be doing one to two levels in this progression below where you are. Okay. So to review. This is for the person who has anterior knee pain that keeps them from squatting, lunging, running, or doing any loaded knee flexion. There are two factors, range of motion, how much you're flexing the knee, and tension, how much tension are you putting through the quad and connective tissue of the knee? And basically load, how, how much load are you putting through it? So we progress range of motion first, and then tension. So if you start with no range of motion and no tension, this is zone two biking. So really low tension, little bit of knee flexion but not full knee flexion and you're doing that daily then you're at some range of motion but only micro tension and this would be backwards walking or or a reverse sled drag that would be daily 
Now you're at full range of motion and mini tension, and that would be heel sits, and you're doing that daily. And like I said before, you're doing the previous things in the progression as well. So if all you can do is heel sits, anything else causes pain, then you're gonna be doing heel sits, reverse sled drag, and probably some zone two biking. And like that's your like that's your that's your program for uh, progressing from rehab back to training and performance. Okay, so then then from there you're at full ROM and low tension. So this would be a knees over toes split squat with the front foot elevated so that you have more leverage and the load isn't as high, tension isn't as high. And you could do a banded sissy squat or a banded cyclist squat. So you're doing less than your body weight, but you're taking it through that full range of motion and gradually increasing the tension. Okay, then you're at full ROM and moderate tension. So this would be starting with body weight and progressing to loaded knees over toes split squats, cyclist squats, and you would do that two times per week. And then final stage would be full ROM and high tension. So this would be progressing from 20, 15, 10, five down to one rep of the exercise that you're familiar with, squatting, lunging, split squats, whatever it is that you want to do, Olympic lifting, etc. Okay, guys. And that is how you go from knee pain to hitting your next squat PR.